How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with your boys, Alex and Sam. Today, we're discussing the conundrum at the third base hot corner position for this Yankee team. Going into spring training, we have about a month left, a little bit more than that. Um, and we're kind of asking ourselves, is it Josh Donaldson or is it DJ LeMahieu or is it IKF? Who's playing third base for this team? Because right now, you know, we're staring at the $21 million salary for Josh Donaldson and the $6 million vesting option for 2024. And we're wondering, can Brian Cashman swallow his pride and, and make the right decision here. You know, like, ultimately, that's what it comes down to. It's going to be, do you start DJ LeMahieu because he's the right player for the job? Or are you starting Josh Donaldson because he's the most expensive player for the job? And ultimately, that entire thing has kind of bit us in the butt now, looking back at um, the trade with the Minnesota Twins to get Donaldson, to get IKF, who was supposed to be the stopgap shortstop that holds it over. And now we're kind of like, we cannot rely on him. Uh, but Sam, you know, before we dive into this interesting topic, definitely going to discuss a, a bunch of different variables that are going to impact this entire discussion. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm good, man. Happy Wednesday. Um, like you alluded to, this is really a money decision. It's literally about Brian Cashman swallowing his pride and being able to move Josh Johnson off of third base. We kind of saw it last year with IKF as, you know, back half of the season, kind of took a step back. They started to roll with Oswald Peraz and ended up rolling with Cabrera as well over there, which is really nice to see. But with Donaldson, man, this is a player that really, really disappointed me in 2022. Really disappointed me because I was so high on this guy coming into the 2022 season. In 2021, he had a 125 WRC+. Plus. That was fifth among all third basemen. That was ahead of guys like Manny Machado and Nolan Arenado in 2021. Like, that's insane. And that's, you know, right now, we look at Manny Machado and Nolan Arenado. They were in MVP discussions last year. And now with Donaldson, he falls off a cliff. He goes for 9-4 WRC+. So this is a guy that really just burnt me, man. And we're talking about the other option here. It's going to be DJ LeMahieu. And the most interesting thing that I find with that debate is that Josh Donaldson was a, you know, potentially gold glove winning third baseman last year. He was incredible over there and he was honestly, in my opinion, robbed of a gold glove nomination. Um, obviously just didn't even go up for it last year. He had seven DRS over there in about, you know, 850, 860 innings, um, which is great, you know, for the standard. The funniest thing about it is DJ LeMahieu had the exact same total in about 600 less innings. He played about three, 310 innings over there at third base last season and he really improved over there as well. So I just think there isn't a world for me outside of the money that you don't roll with DJ LeMahieu over there at third base. And at this point, I think that Gleyber Torres is going to be the second baseman moving forward. And it's literally all about money. That's the bottom line with this discussion. It's all about how much money Dot Josh Donaldson is going to make in 2022. With three, sorry. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, DJ LeMahieu um, is the right option in terms of numbers, in terms of what he did last season uh, offensively in a down year, right? Like, this is considered a down year for DJ LeMahieu when you're looking at his numbers. Um, 261 batting average, 357 OBP, um, still had a 116 WRC plus, played 125 games. Like, looking at those numbers, you're like, okay, you know, like, pretty solid. Like, for any player, that's pretty good. 12 homers, 46 RBIs. That's, like, kind of a down year for DJ LeMahieu. Best year, you look at 2019 with 26 homers, obviously the juice base balls, played a big par, 102 RBIs, uh, hit 327 with a 375 OBP, 136 WRC plus. But when you're looking at him defensively, that's when things start to stand out. Um, at third base, traditionally he's been, you know, serviceable. Last year, he showed pretty much elite level metrics. 
a 992 fielding percentage over 385.2 innings, um, seven defensive runs saved above average, and four outs above average. People are like, you know, Donaldson's the best, the better defender. I'd argue that's not true. I'd argue that he had an exceptional defensive year last year, and it was kind of an anomaly. Like, he, he's never been, I think that was might have been one of his best defensive seasons. Um, he was very, very solid in that regard, but I don't think that he can maintain that level of efficiency for the most part. Um, he did have a couple years back in 2019 when Atlanta had 10 defensive runs saved. Uh, 15 defensive runs back in 2014 but like other than those two seasons this was his best season by a pretty significant margin um so when you're looking at the defensive differences sam uh, is there a big drop off when it comes to dj no i I don't think so at all i I think it's legit like you just said i think dj's the better defender by far and i think it's a benefit because he can play all around the diamond and i think that's really the only you know reason why we're having a discussion about this because dj has shown the ability to play a plethora of positions in the infield he's played first base he's played second base for a really long time and then obviously now at third base he ended up shifting over there in 2021 when they ended up moving Gio Urcel to shortstop right before they traded him last offseason um and he didn't look as comfortable over there at third base but he really came into his own in 2022 and with his bat he was a 125 WRC plus guy up until he got hurt. Then he got hurt. He came back in August. He literally laid out a zero WRC plus. So that really dropped off his total for the season, man. And, you know, he was just a much improved offensive player from his 2021. We really saw him struggle. He was literally a league average bat. So from the defensive side of things, I think that Donaldson is just the inferior defender. And I think that DJ LeMahieu should be that guy moving forward. And I don't see a reason why they shouldn't be playing that guy every day because of his talent level, because of the presence that they need at the top of the order. I have very, like for a very long time, I've always said that DJ LeMahieu was probably the most important force in this lineup, strictly because he's a different bat to what, like to what they have. They have Aaron Judge, they have Jack Carlos and they have Anthony Rizzo. Those are all sluggers. And that is another reason why I thought that they should have brought back Andrew Benintendi, another contact guy that can get on base at a consistent clip for you. And, you know, we really missed him in that Houston series. Really, really miss him in that Houston series because we needed that at the top of the order. We did not get it. That team could not hit to save their lives. And we really need this guy to bounce back in a big way next year. Not even bounce back because we're still really good last year, but just be healthy during the back half of the stretch. And I think he should 1,000% be the third baseman moving forward over Donaldson. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you're looking at um, DJ as a leadoff hitter, that value is unmatched. You cannot supplement that loss on this Yankee team currently. You know what I mean? Like, if you're looking at the other alternatives, it, it was Andrew Benintendi. That was the alternative. You know, now now we're looking at who, I mean, maybe you put Judge batting leadoff. Glaber. But, like, you don't, Glaber, like, you want Judge hitting second behind a guy that gets on base a lot. That's that's the equation that leads to two run home runs instead of solo shots that gives you an advantage in the in the scoring category so you know dj LeMahieu as a leadoff man is there's no question about it he's got to be starting every day the only place for him to start is third base guys unless they trade glaber torres there is no other position anthony rizzo's locked up first base glaber torres is still on this team and as long as he's on this team he's starting at second base I mean, you're not going to put Donaldson at shortstop. You're going to have Peraza likely winning that position battle over IKF and Volpe. Um, And then you have third base, and that's the only opening. And you can't DH DJ LeMahieu because you have Stanton in that role. So it's got to come down to swallowing your pride. Both Donaldson and DJ are making a shitload of money. And I get, like, the argument is, like, you're sitting a $21 million player. Alternatively, you're sitting a $15 million year player. So, like, what's the freaking difference? It's got to be DJ LeMahieu playing. Donaldson, while he's a good defensive player offensively, he's definitely well beyond his prime his steamer projections have him hitting nothing like pretty much similar to what he did last year um specifically 
His steamer projections have him hitting 226 with a 318 OBP, 106 WRC plus with 15 homers and 51 RBIs across 102 games. DJ LeMahieu's um, is better, a lot better. Um, they have him hitting 274 with a 352 OBP, 119 WRC plus, 10 homers and 44 RBI. So, of course, you know, you're not going to see as many home runs with DJ LeMahieu, most likely, but you're going to see double digit walk rate. You're going to see a low strikeout rate, 14% and below. You're going to see a good uh, batting average. You're going to see good on base percentages. And that ultimately fuels the top of the order, right? Good on base percentages fuels the top of the order. You don't want a guy in Donaldson taking up that spot that DJ LeMahieu would have because he's 5% worse at getting on base and that's a significant margin when it comes to um the, the amount the amount of home runs that Aaron Judge hits so when I'm looking at this entire argument here there is no argument you know what I mean it's just a obvious solution and Donaldson the best thing they can do with the guy right now is offload him um and even if that means taking on a good a big chunk of his salary even saving five million dollars you know we'll we'll take on the majority of a salary we'll take we'll take five million dollars we'll trade ikf that's 11 million dollars you can go out and get a bullpen arm for that amount of money you know what i mean you can like there's things you can do to combine uh what you're doing or you could offload iron hicks i don't think they're going to but they could go that route as well so right now in my opinion the only decision here is to try and get rid of josh donaldson which i think that the yankees have been trying to do for months now but it's easier said than done because he's got a lot of baggage with him so you know sam do you think it's even possible we see a trade this year um, it's very difficult to say just because of how much that money is. And, you know, if they can finally get that off the books, Nick and I spoke yesterday about with the bullpen and how it's really about addition by subtraction with, you know, Chapman going off the books and then, you know, Zach Britton going off the books. And then you add Tommy Canely back because they've, I feel like the Yankees felt that they had to pitch those guys just because of how much money they were making, because it was egregious. They were making a combined $33 million. But now with Donaldson, if you can get Donaldson off of this roster or even just not even play him at all, you get better because you get to play DJ LeMahieu every day at third base. You get to play an Oswald Peraza, hopefully, or maybe even an Anthony Volpe at shortstop instead of an IKF, and you get a full-time Glaber Torres at second base. So really, I don't think they're going to be able to get it off the books because that salary is egregious, and I don't know who would want to take that on. I feel like, if anything, we would have to attach a decent prospect on top of it just to eat that kind of money. And, you know, like I said, like I just think they would get better if they would let him go. They would just get better overall. I think he's going to bounce back and be a little bit better of an offensive player he's you know, than he was last year because he was absolutely dreadful last year. But at the same token, I just still don't think that he's going to be good for this team next season. So I think they got to roll with DJ, man. And I just don't think it's going to be the easiest task in the world as we've seen, because I feel like if they wanted to trade him and if they had a deal in place, they would have done it already. But I just think it's going to be real hard to get that deal off the books, man. And God, this is, it's, it's a rough situation with Donaldson in that contract. That contract sucks. I can't believe we freaking took that contract on. And um, offensively, he's just washed, man. Yeah. I mean, what do you like? People are like, he's gonna get back to his normal. I'm like, dude, he was pimping home runs. I didn't leave the field last year. Mm. Like, what does that tell you? It means he doesn't have the power he once did. He thought that he thought three times last year that a ball that was gonna that usually in the past would go out for him didn't get out of the stadium, which means. He doesn't have as much power as he thinks he does. You know what I mean? Like the psychological nature of that, like he thinks that's leaving the park because in the past it did. Now it's not because he's 34 years old and he doesn't have that pop anymore. Um, and, and I think that that's ultimately what we're, what we're staring down the barrel of right now. But look, at the end of the day, having Josh Donaldson as a supplementary piece, even if they don't manage to offload him, is not a bad thing. Even if it costs $21 million, it is what it is. It's one year and he's gone anyway. If DJ LeMahieu gets hurt again, we're going to need Donaldson to step up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, Because then we have to have the debate, and we're probably going to end up having this debate because 
DJ LeMahieu is not going to play 150 games next year. We're going to have to have this debate. Donaldson or IKF on the hot corner. You know what I mean? We're going to have this debate. I guarantee it in about four months, we're going to be right back here discussing whether or not those two guys should be starting at third base. And we're probably all going to lean Donaldson. You know what I mean? He's a much better defender. And offensively, at least he has power. IKF, he makes contact, but it's so weak that you can't even justify it anymore. You know what I mean? So, I mean, right now, I'm feeling as though the Yankees, even though they're overpaying for depth, I, I view Donaldson and IKF as depth pieces. They're paying a shit ton for them. But it's not the worst thing in the world because we have better players in front of them. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, do you think that that's the case? I think we're going to be right back here in a couple months talking about IKF. No, I, I, I think you're 100% spot on. And I think that Donaldson's, you know, offensive profile, while it isn't, you know, that great, is obviously very superior to what IKF can bring to the table. Like, Donaldson is a guy that will, you know, at this point of his career, like he did last year, he'll bring you a sub, sub 700 OPS, but he still has power. IKF just straight up cannot hit. Um, and plays, you know, very poor defense. And granted, he was a gold glover over there at third base in 2020, but I just don't think that that is a guy that I'm looking at. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want that guy to be at third base every single day. The thing with Donaldson is at least he was a very good defender, and he can still probably be a very good defender next year as well. But like I said, man, and like you said as well, he at least, you know, Donaldson at least brings some power to the table at some point. And yeah, you're right. DJ LeMahieu has shown an inconsistency to be healthy. And I love DJ LeMahieu, man, but, you know, he needs to stay healthy this year. We need that guy so bad. And if, if he cannot stay healthy this year, we're literally going to have the debate, just like you said, with IKF and Donaldson. And I'm going to lean Donaldson, and I don't even think it's really that close, to be honest with you. I 100% agree. It's, it really isn't that close. But, you know, this discussion go on forever because I just have so much, so many opinions about it. But at the end of the day, you know, we, we're, we're both on the same page here. DJ LeMahieu, and I imagine all of you guys watching right now, and if you are, drop your comments in the section in the YouTube because I want to hear your perspectives on this as well. This is an obvious solution, right? DJ LeMahieu should be starting the only place for him is third base. Donaldson should be sitting on the bench, if not traded, um, if we have no choice. You know, you, you can't really DFA him. Like, it's just so much money to, to, to allocate. But right now, I think we're all on the same page, guys. Always happy to hear your opinions and perspectives and narratives below in the YouTube comments. Make sure to have a fantastic rest of your Wednesday. Like and subscribe, as always. Plenty more content coming out until spring training. we got you guys covered on every bit of news. So make sure to tune into Fireside Yankees and drop that subscription below, as always. We'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.